Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Kimberly, that's what she said. Murgatroyd, how are you today? That's probably my favorite one that you've used. You like that one the best, huh? That middle name, because I do like to say that. You do like to say that. But only when appropriate and in good comedic timing. You know, the more uh, the more wine you have, the more appropriate those conversations become. But or listen, inappropriate. But listen, this is not why we're here today. We are here today. We're gathered here today to talk about well, I think we, what we should talk about is cover- I'm glad I'm, you have a plan. No, I have a plan. I'm just thinking of the right way to frame this because I don't want this podcast to come across as, look at me, we just did this amazing, amazing event in Cabo, but I, but I want to get out of me what I'm feeling and how I think this is going to be useful for the person listening. So I'm just going to- can I, can I share one thing to kind of kick this off? Yeah. All right. And I think this is kind of where you're going. This is our fourth event. Let's say we've done Boston, Monaco, Florence, and skipped Mykonos because of hashtag COVID. And yeah. Fourth, so fourth official. So this is- We the, did an unofficial one to Mykonos yeah, uh, before but, that. Yeah. So this is the fourth official one. And here is what I noticed in this one. Now- we said we were going to up-level them. We said we were going to go bigger. But what I saw in this event was I saw an artist emerge in you. And before it's like- I was like, where, where was the artist? We didn't have that as a, as a vendor. <laughs> I, did, did we, did, did we, we do an art experiment did I didn't not. know about? No, I saw your artist, your, your ability to- Think about the type of 
closing party that you want and to design it from the decor to like what you did. Here's what you did in this that I'm trying to get across. In other ones, we we went to someone, a vendor or like we in Florence, to give an example, we went to an artist and we figured out something to do with that artist that would be impactful for the group. In this one, more times than not, you created experiences that actually don't fucking exist. Like I've been to the beach club we went to before. Like one of the girls um, on the last night talked about this and she said, look, I have been to the beach club that we went to one day during this, this experience, this Cabo work hard, play hard experience. I've been there before. The food was okay. There, I don't remember there being music. When we walked up during this event, you had created something out of that beach club that did not exist. An experience that if anyone ever, ever, ever went there again, they would not, they would walk in and go, huh, I saw this in Rob's video, but it didn't, it doesn't feel the same because you created art everywhere you went. So that's what I wanted to say. Well, thank you. Thank you for saying that. That meant a lot. No, and but the point of that is where you're going. That's how it felt. Okay. So let me, let, let me, let me get out what, what it is that, I, that I'm trying to say. And I'm going to, I'm going to probably do this poorly because I don't want this to come across as, uh, you know, I've I've got the the greatest work hard, play hard experience in the world and everybody should be doing it. And it's amazing. And you do. And I thank you for that. Here's what I want to get across. A couple of years ago, I was sitting in my chiropractic office, just unhappy, miserable, I didn't notice. Know that I was made for more, knowing that there's so many other things I want to be doing and trying to figure out what that was. And then slowly, as I listened, more of those pieces started to become clear. Do a podcast, which we're doing. Do one with your wife, which we're doing now. Create an experience for people that listen to the podcast that are the demographic of the listener, somebody who, you know, really wants to grab more out of life, wants to travel the world, wants to connect with entrepreneurs, wants to have experiences. And there was a moment, and if you go on my uh, my Instagram at Rob Murgatroyd, you'll see the moment I'm referring to. There's a moment where when I got back to the hotel room, I saw a truck was pulling up. And it had this giant, what appeared to be like telephone poles. Now we're in like, you know, the Waldorf um, in Cabo. It's a pretty fancy, pan, pan, fancy, fancy place, right? And in comes this truck with this giant, these giant poles. And outside of our hotel room, we had this, this villa that they hooked us up with that was insane, that was on the beach. And right outside this villa um, on this beautiful stretch of beach, uh, with the the crashing waves in the distance, they started putting up this teepee and uh, bringing in the lights and then slowly bringing the bar in and setting up for the entertainment and the area for the fire dancers and, and a fire pit. And meanwhile, everyone in the pool is going, what the hell is going on down there? And as it started to come together, I just, I had this moment where, I mean, I can get emotional thinking about it. I had this moment just walking outside and seeing 
everybody doing their job. You know, they were like, I was watching, I was watching what I spent the better part of about a month and a half designing. And it was almost like nobody knew who the hell I was, right? Because it was all done behind the scenes. And so as I'm there, and you'll see in this video, if you look, you'll see there's, I don't know, 15 people. What video? Um, on my Instagram, there's one I was just oh, talking about. Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, <clears throat> no. this is a podcast. No, um, you'll see it um, on the the uh, on my Instagram video. You'll see all of these guys running around putting this together. Each one had a role, right? Somebody was entertainment, somebody was the TP, somebody was the table. All of the details, you know, where I didn't like the table that they had and they needed to change it, I didn't like the lights and I like, blah, blah, blah. But it all came together. And then- we held the guests outside, or Kim held the guests outside the uh, the villa so that they can all sort of enter together. And watching them come through the villa out to the beach and look at their faces when they sat under the teepee was and is etched in my mind forever. And the the lesson that I want to get across is... On the one hand, it seems like when you want to make a change in your life, it's going to take forever. And it is like, God, you know, I got to start a podcast. I got to, I got to figure out who wants to come to these events. Very, very steep hill to climb. It's like, how the hell am I going to get there? But not only that, that experience is now gone. Yeah. So it took forever to get there and you blink your eyes and it's gone. Now, let me just say this because when you were when you were saying you were a chiropractor and all that, I want to back up here for a second because if you, you know, everyone looks at Instagram, right? The highlight reel, what everybody's doing and in how it's going. But if if there was an Instagram of your actual life back then, because I think a lot of people can look at where you are now and they're like, oh my God, you're this travel guy and you did all of these things. And yeah, we've always loved to travel and we always have traveled, but that wasn't day-to-day life. That was like a couple of times a year. We did a summer trip. We did a Christmas trip. We did spring break for the kid and we maybe snuck in a weekend somewhere else or a week somewhere, but that's kind of it. Like we traveled around holidays. The rest of the life was wake up at 5 a.m., get to work by 7 a.m., work all day in an office. And when I say in an office, I mean in a rundown strip mall, 45 minutes outside of the, the city of Atlanta and with like crappy carpeting and like an uninspiring, it wasn't like this glamorous high-end chiropractic clinic. It was like this rundown thing in the corner where I think um, at one point there was a there was a store next to us that sold corsets, you know, like that kind of thing. So every day this man would wake up, and from from until I had Sophia, I was with him. We would go every day for this forty five minute drive. We'd pull into this. Everything seems gray, by the way. When you think of that time in your mm. life, doesn't it? have no color. <laughs> mine, it's like <laughs> mine is actually black and white, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it just seems great. Like we'd pull into the back, we'd open the door that like half was stuck every time to the shit carpeting, to the the complaints of whoever, staff or otherwise. And it was like this 
monotonous groundhog's day of no inspiration. And we sat there and dreamed of what the next trip. Where's the next place we can go? What is the next thing we can do? How can we get the hell out of here? And we would dream and dream and dream. So when you say like, oh, I was a chiropractor, like I want people to have a vision of what that was. And it took massive cojones to... Cojones are balls, right? Not eggs. No, that's huevos. Okay, so massive cojones to be able to pull yourself in that space, in that dark, gray, monotonous, uninspiring place and say, I'm going to create something else. Because a lot of people are waiting for, you know, they need to create the office and put the curtains up and have the perfect design so they can sit down in their office and create the the life or the the product or the business that they're dreaming of or they're like oh my god but i have a day job how am i going to do this uh, you know how am i going to do two things how am i going to have a family and a, and a job and create something else it's too overwhelming but that's what you did you worked 12 hour days and you created the first step and what i think sometimes people look at is you went from chiropractor to the guy on on the beach in the villa with the teepee, right? But there were so many tiny steps in between that had to be taken in order to get there. But to see how far you've come, not just in the last five years, but 10 years, like all of the changes that our, our life has gone through because we made the decision to step up and to step into something bigger, I think is important. One, two, at this particular event, every event is amazing that you do. There's incredible conversations and in every event, the right participants show up. And in this particular event, I feel like if I had to theme the event, it would be exactly what you're going after, which is I am made for more. I think everyone in that event had some sort of moment at some point that they needed to dream bigger. The guys with the $100 million companies are now looking at a half a billion. The guys with a job are looking at how they can create more time freedom and a different stream of income. Like every, I feel like the theme of that event was going bigger. And like watching one of the girls who you know, was like me, we went race car driving in Baja and I was like, not, I was kind of okay with being a co-pilot, but I wasn't driving the thing. And a lot of the girls kind of felt similar. So they let their husbands drive. And when one of the girls stepped up and said, I want to drive the car. And this is not someone you would expect to step up and say, I want to drive the car. Like that was the growth. That was getting outside the box. That was the I am meant for more moment. And I think not only do you create an aesthetic that's beautiful in this dream, like like everybody kept referring to the last night as The Bachelor. Like it looked like you created a scene from The Bachelor finale, you know? And that is beautiful. But what you truly are creating is an environment that people feel safe and comfortable to dream bigger because you dreamed bigger, because it trickles down from the top. I really do appreciate everything that you just said. And what I hope to get across in this podcast is if you are listening to this right now and you're like, I know I'm made for more, 
or the opposite. I love what I do, but I do it all the time. Either one is not good because we're, we're more than just creatures that work, whether we love it or we don't love it. We're not only supposed to be doing work. We're supposed to be doing all sorts of other things. If you find yourself in that category and you know that there's some piece of you that feels it should be doing something different, adding more in your life, it is that voice that is inside of you that's trying desperately to talk to you. And it never speaks loudly. It just, I wish it did. Sometimes it gets really bad and hits you over the head with a frying pan, but it rarely speaks loudly. It's just, it comes in the form of a whisper. It comes in the form of a thought. It comes in the form of when you wake up, you know, sort of like in this half sleep, half wake state, and it, it keeps popping up in your head while you're flossing your teeth in the morning. And you're like, God, I, I just can't get this thing out of my head. It's, it's the messaging that's coming to you, right? That you have to listen to. And if you are willing to get on that magic carpet ride and trust that that message is for you. You know, my friend uh, Lori Harder says or said to me, if you can, something I'm paraphrasing, but it's something like if you can think it, then it is for you. It's something like that, right? So if you have the thing, then it is for you. So I, I guess in the end, what I'm trying to say is I can't fucking believe that I went from this miserable guy. And I, there was like, there was like this moment that keeps flashing in my head where I was sitting in the chiropractic office and I was like looking at the clock and it was like two o'clock. And then I looked again, what I felt like five hours later and it was like 2.15. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, like, I can't keep doing this. I, I, I hate this. I want to be doing something else. And now when I think about like being in a villa in Cabo and setting a teepee up and, you know, having, you know, a dozen entrepreneurs coming in and a camera crew and, and people who give a shit what I'm doing on Instagram and share messages with me, it's, it's like life-changing and I, I want that for everybody. And so you were meant for more. It was meant for and more. And now you're living up to it. And so, you know, for me, I think the point in all of this um, babble today is that sometimes it's when you're, when you're Rob in the chiropractic clinic and you're in the place that feels lost and dark and not inspiring and you're feeling like you're meant for more, but you don't know where to go to take the first step, I think the point is to just take the first step. It might not be the right step. It might not be the perfect step. The first 10 ideas you have to get yourself out of that and into something you're passionate about may not be the thing that does it, but they're the first step in the, in the growth of the idea. They're the first step in the belief that you can do it. They're the first step out. Okay. I'm going to leave you with this. Um, one of the, one of the other, thank you for that. And one of the other components of this, just sort of like looking at it through the lens of what you just described is that is not the example of the father 
or the husband that I wanted to be, the one that came in at the end of the day, spends needing the martini to just get through you know, the numbness or to create numbness to get through the rest of the night to go to sleep, to do it all over again. When you compare that to doing something that you were meant to do, you have a passion for and you're excited. Well, then this little six-year-old Sophia that we have, who is strapped at our hips at this time in her life, gets to see two people that are living a dream that they love and that excites them. So much so that we even plugged her into this little TP dream and we had her dressed as the uh, one of the Day of the Dead fire dancers that we had at the end of the TP experience. And she came out and handed everybody uh, a gift. And that's life-changing. When you compare that experience that she has to, you know, the experience of, you know, watching daddy come home exhausted at the end of the night... You can't compare them. So we're shaping and her that life. Her life, yeah. Yeah, we're shaping her life um, by uh, by, by changing ours. By changing ours. Well, that's it, everybody. I wish you um, the best of luck in figuring all of this out for yourself. If you need some help in doing this, uh, help is on the way. We will be launching a new reverse engineer your dream life course. And that will be sometime at the beginning of next year. I still want to do anything in 2020. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. So <laughs> we're just going to hope 2021 is a new year. Uh, we're in the process. We're going to make 2021 a new year. There you go. We are in. We're in the process now of putting this together, and it's going to be something that's pretty incredible. That's going to include all kinds of help for you, including options for us to work with you personally, for you to do it yourself and take the course as well as options uh, for you to um, have the content uh, available. I'm sorry, as well as for you to be able to meet with us each week to uh, to do it in a group setting. So Lots of options. So there'll be lots of options for you. So that's it, everybody. Have a great week. And I will, we will see you next week. All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live. 